Welcome back to New Media Lab. Today we are going to talk to some YouTubers, which it's YouTubers and podcasters. Uh, I know this all kind of bleeds together. And the whole point with New Media Lab is we're taking this kind of content creation and we're talking about how we market it, how we reach an audience, how we identify an audience. Uh, it, YouTube, podcast, blog even, they're all kind of, believe it or not, the same animal. They're all new media. And you guys are definitely, when I first talked to you, I thought I was going to be talking to just podcasters. Then you started talking about your YouTube and I realized, wow, you guys are also expanding out into this other content creation. I I think you're going to have some really interesting insights for our audience. So rather than me talk about what I think you guys are going to talk about, let's get into it. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? How are you doing, everybody? This is the CNG podcast of um, Facebook and YouTube. I am the G of the CNG podcast, Guy Walker, and he is the C in the CNG podcast, CJ Scott. All right, guys. So CNG, I'm guessing it's because of your names. I mean, I know. Educated yeah, guess, right? It's so, uh, <laughs> so tell everybody what we're, we're going to call it. a. Uh, let's just call it a show. I, I keep wanting to say podcast, but it's a show because you're cross-platforming here. Tell me what your show is about. Well, we basically get into the dynamic of sports and um, our, our favorite sports is, is football and basketball. So um, as a part, as a show, we pretty much want to dive into the two different types of sports and dealing with the our favorite teams, which is coming out of Chicago, which is the Chicago Bears and the Chicago Bulls. Um, I know a lot of other shows out there, they're kind of one-dimensional. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to be a, a different type of show where we're talking about two professional sports teams with two, um, you know, with two different um in two different leagues, which is the NBA and the NFL, which is the two, you know, biggest leagues, um, professional leagues in, in you know in the US. So I see on your your show, I know that you do like pre pregame stuff. Is yes. that really what the show is? Do you do you do live pregame and that's what your show is? And then do you do recaps? Do you follow-ups? How do you how do you structure this? Um, we do the pregame first because um, you know, a lot of times, you know, you just want to give people a whole show. Um, you want to give them music, you want to give them clips, you want to give them um anything before the game, before you get into your content on your topics of what, what are you talking about. So after we do like a 25 to 30 minute pregame show, then we go into the content of what happened during the day, training camp, scores, coaches, rumors, you know, things like that. And, and how often are you putting shows out? I'm going to say probably once a week, but it may be twice a week. Um, it depends on because um, right now the NBA season is kind of, you know, it's kind of they're going through their, um, you know, off season right off now. Season. So, right. The NFL is, is on right now. So. Um, once those two seasons start, you know, at the same exact time, then we'll start probably doing two shows a week. But right now, it's basically one show a week. All right. And do you have uh, any ideas on expanding upon that? Like, I, I know you just said that as the, the seasons come up, but uh, let's say the season's over. Uh, are, are you thinking of content to keep things going in the off season? And are you thinking of expanding or are we well, not there yet? Well, we have a conversation about it, but what we're doing right now is that we've had guests to come on our show. Um, they could have been um, college um, professional athletes, um, music um, music artists, uh, people that own their own business. So we have, um, you know, gotten into that other, you know, that other part um, when we when those seasons are kind of in their off season. We have brought in special guests to come on our show and um, and let people know, you know, as far as their business and as far as their profession. So when when you have a guest on. I know you guys, we had talked about a little bit on another show that we do. 
Uh, do you talk exclusively sports and then let them promote their thing? Or are you like, no, I want to, I want to come on and talk to you about your business, way you market, who your audience is, all that kind of stuff. Oh, and by the way, let's talk a little bit of sports at the end. What's, what's kind of your yeah, formula we, on that? Yeah, we promote them first, you know, whatever, whatever we're doing, if we get a special guest, we promo them, we get their picture, right. their background, their business, uh, any images they want us to share, any stories they want us to post, any clips. So we get into what they're doing first because that's the most important thing about the show that day, is that guess. And then okay. we'll go into then we'll go into sports. You know, then right. we'll talk about a little bulls here. You know, give them some questions about, you know, what's your top five players of all time or the top mm-hmm. five quarterbacks of all time. Just to give them something easy to where they can just spit it out instead of getting into real detail about stuff they don't know. So right. you keep it light. Ah, but you cool. let them speak on their expertise or their business, their music or their platform. Yeah, I like that. It's very interesting. Uh, how long have you guys been doing the show? About six months now, TJ. Uh, I I think we started back in March, so if, I, if I'm not mistaken, so uh, about four or five, about four months, plus five months. You guys have been seeing some pretty good growth. I know that we were talking kind of about your numbers earlier. Uh, which is fantastic. Now, do either of you have experience in this world of like content creation? Um, well, I know I have, and I've had for the last um, th- for like three years or so. I've been on YouTube since 2013, but I have not really put out content until 2019. Okay, um, a little bit yeah. after that. I, and oh, go ahead, guy. No, go ahead, CJ. And and um, a little bit after that. Um, I was doing content by myself and then a little bit um, into last year, I started um, collabing, you know, with other people as far as going to their show first. And then I was approached by another network to have my own show, um, which they brought me a, a co-host. Me and him did it for like five months. Um, but I felt like, hey, I, you know, I could do this stuff that I'm doing on that network on my own. So that's when I, um, you know, talked with Guy Walker and we decided to come up with our own show and do, do it our own way. Yeah, cool. That that seems to happen a lot. I know it's similar to my story, how I got into things. So yeah. uh, so your YouTube, CJ, I'm going to focus on you for a minute here. Uh, your YouTube stuff that you were doing, uh, did you forget the very beginning? Once you started creating content and getting more into it and kind of seeing that you could build into something here, did you do any of the like trainings from YouTube to try to like tweak your 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 marketing through youtube your show notes your titles your images was any of that on your radar or is that something that just kind of eventually you kind of got into well no uh actually i was in a i was in a facebook group that dealt with youtubers and new youtubers and um we pretty much started doing different type of things to grow our channel um per se and um you know pretty much i was taught this by a guy by the name of edward i can't think of his last name um, he pretty much taught me the ins and outs of it. And um, I started to like pay more attention to not just what he was saying, but he started to tell me, start looking at different content creators to get an idea of, you know, how to how to do certain things and get an idea of what's going on. So when I started doing that and start learning from him, that's when I started to, to you know, pick up everything. But pretty much um, I learned from him and then I started watching more content creators to see how things were done moving forward. So are there any content creators that you like, are your go-tos that you still go to to look at what they're doing? Because I know I have a few that even though I don't really watch their shows, I go and I look at all their business stuff. Like, right. how are they doing these things? Is there anyone you want to highlight? 
with me is basically the smaller YouTubers because, um, and the reason why I go for the smaller YouTubers because they're more humbled and, you know, in their situations, they're not going to put stuff out there just to get the people to, to watch them and just say, okay, this person is, let's say they're making money over here. Let's put out the money expert, expert um, piece of, of what we're making money. You know, when you're dealing with a, a lot of, when you're dealing with a smaller YouTube channel, they're more humble because, you know, it's more of being genuine and showing the people, hey, we're genuine. You know, we want to give you this. We want to bring you this and that. Please come watch us. Instead of just saying, okay, I'm a millionaire. I make all this money. You know, let me show you my car. Let me show you my house. So it's more, <laughs> right. it's more so of me um, learning from the smaller YouTubers. And I think I got more of appreciation for them because it's more genuine. For, it's more genuine. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to learn there. What about you, Guy? Was there anybody that you, because right away when I said it, you went, yeah. Is there anyone that you focus on that you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of modeling after this, right? I dig what they do and I follow it. No, not really. Um, I think my particular expertise in this situation comes from I'm a very observant person uh, and I have a background of leading, uh, making things, whether it's uh, interfaces, whether it's uh, working as accountants, uh, working in um, things like that to where I had to use my brain analytically and okay. learning how to put things together and learning how to step by step process things. And I think over 20 years of um, being in the government and being in the military and um, you know, hiring people and putting people in position, you, you learn what works. You learn what motivates a person. You learn what a person looks at that's going to get the attention. So when he brought me uh, onto the show to be a partner, I just tapped into my experience of, of dealing with people and knowing what a person will like. Uh, organization, uh, good grammar, um, pictures, videos, you know, you know, when you're making content like this, people are more into what they see and that's not you a lot of times they might they want to see the content that you're talking about you know the, the football player the uh basketball player zach levine demar DeRozan. they want to see that they don't want to see things that is about you they want to see the content right 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 that's what they're watching for so you're you're catering to that and and trying to uh trying to bring them exactly what they want rather than trying to tell them what they want. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. You want to, whatever you're talking about or whatever you're promoting, you, they should be able to see that. Not you talking about it for 40 minutes. They want to see. Great. So you have YouTube and then you also take the audio off that and make a podcast out of it. Correct. Or do you not do that? Yes. You do do that. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> so do you notice anything between the two, between the video world and the audio world? Do you notice that you have to market them differently? Do you notice that like one of them you pay attention to a different way than the other? What, what's your experience between the two? Because a lot of audio podcasters that I talk to reject YouTube, reject the video end of it. A lot of video people reject that audio end because they're like, yeah, well, I can't show them anything. So what right. do I want to watch? Do you find since you're doing both, do you find that you're that they're different animals or is it really just, hey, we took the audio off this. We threw it on our podcast. People get to listen and get the content where they want it. It's just different, different flavors for different people. Right, CJ? That is absolutely correct. Do you create different content for the flat, the two platforms? No. It's, no, it's, no. It, it's, ba it's basically us doing a show and um, guy brought it to my attention as far as the audio podcast of us tapping into that more. I agreed. 
um, yeah, we should do that just because I want the CNG podcast on all platforms. You know, I want it everywhere. And I feel like if you're just one dimensional, if you just want a visual podcast, you're not going to go nowhere with that. You're, you're going to, at some point, you're going to be stuck to a wall, you know? So I didn't want that for our podcast. I wanted our podcast to grow so people can see it everywhere to get a different, you know, um, expectation on, okay, if it's on an audio podcast, this is what it's going to be. If it's on a visual podcast, this is what it's going to be. Great. Yeah. It's, and you also have people, like I was saying before, they don't want to see you. They'd rather just listen to you. Mm-hmm. And I and it was a couple of people on the CNG podcast Facebook page that strictly was asking me, are you guys on Spotify? Are you guys on Google Podcasts? Uh, you know, so, and I was able to screenshot, send them the links and stuff like that. And they were, and they were very pleased with that. So it just depends on personal preference for who wants to be uh, seen, you want to show your show, or who wants to just listen to it. Some people don't have time to sit down and turn on the TV and turn on the YouTube and, hey, but they can turn on their Spotify on their phone or their iPad and just listen and turn it up right. and walk around and do their chores or uh, uh, cook or anything like that. They just bring that, bring the audio platform with them. Now, do you guys create, I know I asked this before, but I'm going to ask it a different way. Do you ever create unique content? So like on your audio side, do you ever make like a, just a special episode that is just you guys, you didn't turn the cameras on. You're just doing something special for all the people that are listening on audio. Or do you ever have like live things that you're like, you know what? I'm not going to put this on the, on, on the Spotify stuff, but if you watch YouTube, you get to see it behind the scenes with us. Do you ever do any of that kind of stuff? Uh, not right now. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's really depending on what, what your audience, you have to grow with your audience and your fan base. Um, and since we're dealing with sports, we're dealing with things in real time. We're dealing with games that's coming on at 12 o'clock. You know, we're dealing with a post game that, that needs to be shown at two 30, uh, things like that. So as far as, you know, building separate shows and separate, uh, content, no, nah, not right now. No, uh, it could be beneficial. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It could be right? beneficial. Yeah, it's a lot of work, and you don't even know if that's what somebody would want to see until they ask for that. Like, we never want to put out content that nobody wants. We want right. to just go with what, what they like and what they want to see. Um, so I don't think, um, you know, if, if, if a person wants to, and they say, hey, can you guys show us some stuff behind the scenes, how you do your process? Okay, cool. You know what? We'll, we'll do something because you wanted it, not because we right. wanted to do it. We're, we're, we're a very um, fan-based uh, podcast show, period. So that brings me to another question. Uh, when you're when you're marketing a show like this, you're obviously using social media. You said you guys live one of your things you live on is Facebook. How invested are you in social media, and what what's kind of your practice for social media? Well, oh, go my, ahead, CJ. We'll go yeah, ahead. My whole thing, my whole thing is, is is the groups because it seems like that's the formula that everybody is going with, and it doesn't even matter what podcast show you have. A lot of shows are doing this. They're going to these different podcast groups and they're um, putting their links to their shows in these groups. And it could be them, you know, entertaining other um, podcast shows or other people that's in the groups as far as fans and different people that are in these groups. So that's the formula that a lot of people are using. That's the formula that we're using. And um, I feel like it's, it's beneficial if that group, if that group accepts, accepts your content. Sure. Now, do you go outside of Facebook? Are you guys, do you have like Twitter accounts? Do you have Instagram? Do you do any of that type of media uh, marketing or is it really just you're in the groups and you're posting your stuff and you're trying to get attention that way? Well, as far as, as far as Instagram, I, I am active in Instagram. I do have uh, several groups that I'm in 
where I do share um, our content in these groups. So it gives, you know, it gives those other people that's in the groups with me to get a chance to look at our content. They may like it, they may not like it, but hey, that's the way it goes. Um, now, Twitter is kind of new for, I think, the both of us. Guy, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, so, Twitter, it, Twitter yeah. is new. Like I, like I had said last time we spoke, you know, I'm just, I'm just getting on social media. Uh, I didn't have a Twitter page. I didn't have an Instagram page. I just felt like there was no reason to have that. You know, you know, not in a way that's uh, personal. I didn't want to be seen in a in a manner like that. You know, if it wasn't for business or building a platform for people to see um, something they enjoy, which is sports or uh, their business or their platform or their uh, you know anything that they're doing for the people. Uh, so that was that was the reason why I never got like Instagram or Twitter. I just didn't want my face plastered on everything. But learning um, now that um, you know, it's a lot of work. Um, there's different. There's different reactions. There's this. There's different way people um, respond to content on these platforms differently. Uh, there's different way groups are communicating in these different platforms. It's way different. Like Twitter is different from Instagram. Instagram is different from Facebook. Uh, Facebook is different from YouTube. Like CJ told me, he was like, you know, YouTube is more of a children's content than a uh, Facebook, right, CJ? That is correct. Um, nowadays, you got more kids on 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 YouTube. It is it's crazy. Um, I have nephews that watch, you know, YouTube whenever they get a chance to. But it's it, to me, it's more of a kids fan base as far as YouTube. Now, when you go into Facebook, that brings you more of an older audience, like your your thirty five, your forty year olds, your fifty year olds. That's what I've learned over the past year or so. That when you could I look at both dynamics and I look at the numbers as well as who's watching it, what age group is watching it, you know, and that gives us a better chance of what we should put out there, um, you know, on these platforms, move, you know, moving, moving forward as what we've been doing over the last several months. Yeah. All right. I told you I was going to ask this question. You are actually already kind of answered it, but mm -hmm. what would you what would you say is like your best pro tip like the thing that you guys beat the drum about whenever you start talking business or marketing for your show um i would say groups and most importantly uh thumbnails you okay. have to have make sure you have a good visual to sell your content like if you just come on facebook or any of these platforms where you just have a, a background of me you and cj in the back nobody wants to see that they want to see an image of what you're talking about it could be like like the Bears play the Seahawks tonight, right? So common sense tells me what what thumbnail I'm going to use. Bears versus Seahawks thumbnail to get the people's attention about what they want to see. So sure. uh, I, I we always hop on groups because uh, a lot of times just because you join a Facebook group that doesn't mean that group is active. Like you might right. get into a group with twenty six thousand people, but only seventy five of those people are actively watching and commenting and posting. So. Anybody that understands that, they have to learn it. Like these groups are not all active. You have to find an active group and you have to make sure that the admin approves your content uh, for them to be in their group. So it's not like an easy thing, but yeah, groups for sure. Absolutely. You have to share in the groups because unless you have 20 something thousand people on your Facebook page <laughs> or something crazy like that, you're not going to get that much reaction and engagement off your page. So you have to go look at other groups and pages to get, of views and reactions and engagements. CJ, you got anything you want to add to that? Um, no, because I think G Walker hit it right on the head. Um, you know, the thing is, I would tell even you. a new, even a new uh, YouTuber, you know, who wants to, you know, go onto Facebook and put their content out there, you got to find a group that actually is going to accept your content. 
you know, and, and a lot of times where people have issues with is that, oh, the group is not accepting me. I don't want to do this no more. They just give up. You know, I, I, it was a guy that I know that, um, you know, that, that was starting out and he stopped sharing his content because he was getting frustrated, you know, to the point to where nobody was watching his, um, his content. You know, we told him, hey, you got you got to find a group that that will accept it. It's thousands and a hundred thousand of these groups out there. You just got to go find them. And yeah. at the same time, you got to you got to, you know, do your homework and see who's being active. Within exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off that. I know it's it's your show that I'm talking about. But uh, mm-hmm. as somebody who's an admin on a couple of groups, uh, right. The other thing I'm going to say is follow the rules of the group. That's the biggest right. thing. I can't tell you how many people, because for us, we have to keep them in certain threads. I'm also in groups where there are no threads. Mm-hmm. If they have a thread and they're like, hey, the rules are put it in the right thread, put it in the right thread, because otherwise the admin's going to just keep declining you, whether they are mean spirited or not. I know I mm-hmm. feel bad when I have to do it, but otherwise, if I don't, my pages are a mess. Nobody can find anything. Right. So f- follow those rules and get to know them. Uh, I'm actually going to piggyback one more thing. I interviewed John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, and he talked about the same thing about groups. And one of the things that he highlighted, uh, if you go back and you listen to the episode of New Media Lab where I interview him, I think he actually shares this on there. <laughs> he says, you got you to gotta get yourself into the group, too. So like you guys, when you joined the one that that I admin, you started communicating with me and I was communicating with you. And that's how we ended up doing a couple of things together. It's great. You know, now I'm aware of you and and the audience is aware of you because your stuff is getting through. That was what John said. He goes, I, if I was doing it now, I would get into the group and I would make sure I comment, make sure I share, make sure I don't just self promote or break the rules. That's the whole game right there. Yeah. Yeah, because when you when you go into these groups, you might have you you might what you're doing could get you noticed. Everybody's not going to get noticed and everybody's not going to get the same opportunity because you join a group. So your effort, like, you know, take it back what you're saying, your effort, your content, your um, you being genuine is what's going to resonate through these admins in these groups, because they're going to see if you're a phony baloney right off the gate. But if you're constantly coming in the group and. They go look at your Facebook page like, oh, these guys look pretty good. They got their stuff together. They might give you a little bit of leeway. You know what I mean? So you have to be genuine and you have to promote. You have to promote what you're doing in a genuine manner because these guys, some of these admins can't wait to <laughs> to decline your stuff because you're already self-promoting. But you have to have to be part of the group like you're uh, like the guy you interviewed. You have to be a part of the group in some manner, some way, somehow. Agreed. Great, great point. All right. Where can get people find you? I know you're on YouTube. I know you're on Facebook. They go to YouTube. What do they search for to find you? DJ. The CNG podcast on, on YouTube. Just type in CNG podcast. Um, our page, um, our channel should pop right up. You guys can click on it. Um, you guys can watch the content. If you like it, you know, like the content. If you, if you want to subscribe to the channel, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. I mean, um, pretty much what I have to say about YouTube and the same thing with Facebook. Um, we have a page, the CNG podcast page. Um, you know, we have our videos on there. You guys can go check out the content. Again, like I said before, if you like it, go ahead and leave a like. If you want to um, um, follow and like the page, you can do so. Fantastic. And I will put all of that in the show notes, you guys. And uh, as the show goes on, as it evolves, it sounds like you're getting a little deeper into social media. You can always reach out to me and I'll add those to the show notes too. That's a, another pro tip 
for podcasters. If you have a show, let, let your show notes be a living document. You guys add Twitter, send it to me. I'll put it in the show notes. No big deal. So thank you guys so much. This was very insightful, very helpful. I encourage everybody to listen to CNG podcast, to follow them on YouTube, to subscribe, rate and review them and show them a little bit of love. These are genuine guys and they're working hard and they've got a good content thing going. So let them know they're doing a great job and let them know if you want to change something too, because it sounds like you guys are pretty open to stuff. You're following your fans and that's, that's a big thing. Yes, sir. And thanks thank again, you for guys. taking time out of your day to uh to interview us again. This is always fun and we appreciate you taking your time out of your day to uh sit down and talk with us, man. Time yeah, is precious, it's the only thing that we really have out here is time. And yeah, I don't want to waste nobody. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, truly my thank pleasure, you. guys. It was great to talk to you. Thanks a lot. All right.